Welcome back to another episode of Salesy. I wanted to start doing something fun at the end of each month and then also at the end of each launch to kind of reflect and revisit. I was reading John Maxwell this morning because I decided today that I am going to try to start reading 500 pages a day. I'll let you guys know how it goes, but he talks a lot about the power of reflection and what it's looked like. So today is a bonus episode where we're going to talk about October what I've learned, what I've kind of gone through, and what is coming for me in the future. Something that I really want to talk about, though, before I get into this is just how much fun I had in October. I kind of took a step back from social media. October tends to be a harder month because it's the anniversary of my brother passing. And no matter how many years go past, to be honest with y'all, it kind of gets harder and harder every year. And some years, it doesn't feel like that. This year felt especially hard So I focused a lot of time just having fun, being kind of in my own little Megan bubble. I also switched medications, which if you saw in my stories, that was really hard mentally. Like I thought it was going to go significantly worse and I was really nervous, but I've actually completely switched and I am really enjoying my new medication. I'm actually really excited. I am feeling a lot better than I was before. I'm sleeping through the night. I am getting up in the morning ready to do things. So that has been really nice compared to some of the other things that the medication had side effects with. And I got to go to not just the Taylor Swift movie, but I got to go to Taylor Swift night with my best friend, my childhood best friend of 26 years. And it was just a really good time. I realized how much I really do love Taylor Swift. I've always been a Swifty, but just falling in love with that and in love with her again and the release of 1989 which most of you don't know this but that's actually my favorite album is 1989 one day I'll do a ranking for y'all but that is actually my favorite album so let's kind of talk about what's happened over the last couple of months and what I've kind of learned so I was in an income dip this summer I dropped down to 5k reoccurring every single month while I was actively teaching people how to make 5k which was very humbling after coming off of a 100k launch last year and doing it multiple times with the kind of this progressing payment plan it caused a lot of people to cancel because of the recession and I don't resent my clients for taking financial like precaution I am not going to sit here and be like they should have stuck it through and done it I was actually really mindful of my clients and how to navigate this because a lot of my clients are moms and their families and the recession could or did hit them hard. Some of the people found that the program wasn't for them and that was completely okay. And to be honest with you, I did sit through multiple launches where I didn't have a single person by this summer or I had people say, now isn't the time, I wanna work with you later on and then they signed up with another coach. And it was just a lot of mindset shit, to be honest, because I was also getting on calls and people were like, oh, you're probably at 100K cash months. And I was laughing because even a 20K cash month probably would have changed my life. Getting out of the income dip, there are a couple things that I realized. One, as long as I can pay myself, I'm good to go. And so, yes, I did actually have to take a pause on some of my, like, contracts. I don't actively have a coach right now. And... That is something that before I would have stressed myself out, tried to make everything work, and then end up shorting myself, and I didn't do that, and that I feel like has shown a lot of growth. Coming out of the dip, I realized there needed to be more consistent marketing around offers, and that I wasn't fully ready to be doing a bunch of micro offers, so I actually created four main offers that I'm selling next year. 
I doubled down on content creation towards my ideal client and I've actually been having a lot of fun between Instagram, the blog, threads. Uh, me and TikTok are kind of in a little spat right now, but I do see myself coming back to video creation, exploring new avenues too, like getting into Pinterest, getting into YouTube shorts, looking at long form video, looking at taking the podcast to a video platform, maybe even renting a studio and doing that. And then just giving people longer buying timelines. What I realized is that I have this really bad habit of not pre-planning for quarter one, showing up, not capitalizing it on as much as possible. And then over the summer, I'm trying to collect revenue versus having consistent revenue. And I saw the people who had done a really hard push in quarter one still be pushing during quarters two and three during this year. And so I actually took time to plan it out. We're doing a lot of batching, having a lot of stuff going up. My goal is, is that when I leave office on December 15th for my two week end of year vacation that we have quarter one done. So we walk into quarter one with our marketing done and just having fun. And so that's been a lot of two, just time offline and doing a lot of reading and writing and really enjoying myself. There was also a lot of shame around openly having this conversation, right? Like who am I, you know, poster child for crazy insane things, doing an income dip and having clients drop off. And there's a lot of conversations around retention and something that I always remember is that shame is bred in the darkness and when we don't talk about things, we continue to internalize that shame. And the difference between shame and guilt is shame is I am bad, guilt is I am doing something wrong. When I started talking about it more, I realized that a lot of people are kind of in the same situation that I am and there's a lot of people who are also doing extremely well. One of the mentors I worked with this year just crossed a million dollars for the year and it's really powerful to see how much compound work she's done. It's also really cool to have these conversations around like, hey, things are shifting, they're changing, and here's an opportunity to maybe not make business our whole lives, but double down on the things that we know are going to be important and continue to grow. It was also a lot of leadership. How am I going to lead myself through this? Because when my clients experience the same thing as they transition models or they discontinue a offer or they're raising prices, you know, I'm not going to lead from a place of this sucks, you suck, everything sucks. I would never do that to my client. And so I had to give myself a lot of self-compassion around the fact that, okay, maybe things aren't going the way that I thought they would, but that's okay too, because there's a lot of opportunity as a business owner for me to take this opportunity in space and start planning and thinking about what I want next year to look like and how that looks. So that was kind of another piece of this where it was like, oh, this isn't like the worst thing ever. It's actually a really good opportunity to pause. Long form content. I already mentioned that the blog is back. My goal is actually to be posting every single day on the blog and then we are going to increase it and using Pinterest for traffic. Also learning SEO. When I originally wrote these notes for the wrap up, I was just dipping my toes into it. And I have been in a hole for probably two weeks of learning how to lay keywords, update web copy, how ranking is going. And Scale to 5K is actually a page that is ranking really high. It was in number one and now it's in number two. But there's also changes in the Google algorithm that is prioritizing information over just sales. So there is a blog post that's ranking ahead of mine. And it's interesting to see how SEO is very similar to PR, where people are trying to go for these massive placements. They're trying to go for these keywords like business coach for female entrepreneur, and they miss out on a lot of opportunity for smaller keywords. So I've been doing a lot of keyword research, blogging, 
getting it in the scheduler, and then actually using a secondary source called Medium to just get more exposure, more eyes. It's very interesting writing to avoid on Medium where people don't know me and they're not familiar with me in the online space, and it's actually kind of refreshing. There was also a lot of repurposing and updating happening, and if you were someone who loves the blog but would also love to read out blog posts, the blog is actually going to have a podcast component. We're not just going to straight transcribe them. We're going to turn them into blog posts, which is also a really good opportunity for some long form ranking. Pinterest and doing more of it opened up my eyes to what social media free could look like. And in my business, you know, I never plan on going social media free, but there is a lot of opportunity for me to expand and not have to fully rely on an algorithm. My dad has told me always never to rely on just one source. And after my Instagram got taken down in 2021, I was like, I'm never going to do that again. Uh, This summer, I actually had a YouTube short go viral on an account that we're not actually using. But I have started repurposing shorts and I've gained some traction on that and I would love to dive into some more long form video creation next year. I actually talked to one of my friends here locally who does long form video editing and then chopping it up into reels. I personally see a big shift moving from short form to long form because a lot of people, you know, they are getting tired. They are craving more information and it is an opportunity for you to build something that isn't fully reliant on the algorithm because right now the algorithm is not, it's not doing well. It's not doing hot. Um, a big theme was expect the uninspected over the last couple of months, but October specifically. Life was just lifing. I don't know how to explain that more than just life was just lifing. A lot of people don't know about my personal life because I don't openly share as much as I used to and I do that just for, you know, my own protection. But there are things that happen behind the scenes that you don't see and some of the stuff I'm never going to bring out and talk because it's very personal. It's not things that need to be on the internet. What I explored in this was having a season of life and having a season of business together and expecting the unexpected and really preparing for long term and thinking about if I had to step away from the business in a way where it's like, okay, we had to do what was the biggest priority, which is helping clients and serving clients, would I be able to still live on the reoccurring income? And so there is a big push of how can we continue to stack reoccurring income. Something that was really cool that I sat down and did in October was long-term vision. So I planned roughly till 2027, and we are starting to lay those plans. And then I started something that I am not actually going to share but it is a really cool project that is more over 10 to 20 years and it's working on some longer term goals. What it allowed me to do was create a margin of space. And so the content that you're putting out and the content that you are creating same day is not giving you enough room to think about it. And for me, I want to create enough buffer that I have opportunities to really marinate on these concepts, on these launches, on these things before just putting it out. And so long-term vision went hand in hand with batching and kind of getting my shit together and really focusing less on posting on stories and being hyperactive on stories and really focusing on, okay, can we get more of this long-term vision out? And then with that long-term vision, is there an opportunity to start laying seeds for things that we 
want to do in 2027 and this isn't just like in personal or just in business this is you know you have one life and I think a lot of people think like oh when I get there I'll do that but I was like what are some of the things that you know I know I want to have and what does that 10 20 year vision look like and how can I start working towards that and that kind of encompassed you know getting the blog out doing YouTube building a presence that wasn't reliant on Instagram while also building Instagram and a threads presence so that was some of the things that happened. Something really cool that I didn't think was going to happen this year, but we did celebrate 10 years with Athena yesterday. If you were around in July, we did go to the vet and the vet basically told me that my dog was dying and I thought she was dying that day, but she is slowly going downhill and that is, um, it's an interesting situation to watch your soulmate dog die or start dying and that is something that also kind of spurred a lot of this long-term planning is that I, if I needed to take bereavement for a dog that I had, you know, I didn't want just the whole business to stop doing. I didn't want content to be stopped creating and those types of things. So I don't really know how much time we have with her. Uh, it's not like there's a clock ticking. So it's been a lot of space too of just loving on her, giving her walks and those types of things. But that is... My October wrap up, if you are someone who is listening to this and you want to create your own or just share with me, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram. And if you were listening to this beyond October, that's okay. You can send me what's happening in your world. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I am excited to see you in the next episode of Salesy. Have a great day.